The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's time now for a veteran's place. And we always start our a place for veterans and any of our military veteran shows or EMT shows or first responder shows with a silent prayer. So we're going to do a silent, a moment of silent prayer, thanking of our veterans and those that have given the ultimate sacrifice, those that are on active duty right now, and any anyone that needs prayer. It's actually for everyone. So we'll take a break for just a moment, about one minute, and uh, we'll be back. And we thank you for taking a moment to think about our veterans, those that have given the ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, we are so fortunate. And I want, I want to add one little thing to this, uh, Don, if you don't mind. And that's, I want to thank, I've appealed to all veterans to support Dan Penny in New York. And so far we've raised over, he has raised over $2 million for his defense. This is the most asinine thing, and I'm also calling for the disbarment of Bragg. He should be kicked out of office as well as the mayor of New York. They are making total idiots of themselves, and as veterans, people know that a veteran a Marine veteran, an Army veteran, whatever veteran it is, is trained to do one thing, and that's come to the defense of others. And that's exactly what Daniel Penny did. And there's no telling. Nobody's saying how many lives he's saved. They're just all worried about a guy with a rap sheet longer than your arm that had 42 arrests in the past few years. And was harassing people, and he had hit a, a lady earlier on. And so we want to appeal to all veterans to continue to support Dan Penny in New York and demand the disbarment of Bragg. He's worthless, and the mayor is worthless. So with that being said, Don, how are you doing today? I'm doing really, really well, Dave. We've got a an incredible show, and uh, I've got. I will say that uh, last night I did a document download to an investigative reporter, validating everything I've said. And I will say on this program today, I ask for no quarter. I am not going to qualify any of my statements. They're all going to be backed with an immense amount of inf- uh, proof. These uh, people in the VA 
have done dirt to the veterans, and today we're going to expose it. And it's not a minor thing. The investigative reporter, I can't give his name right now, but he is ex-military and a, and a super trooper, and he is out uh, to get to the bottom of this. That's so fantastic. This might, yes. Absolutely fantastic. And, we, you know, our country is in a real problem across the board and we've we've got to, as americans we have to, and veterans we have to stand up and do exactly what you're doing you're standing up to them and bringing them to task and this is something that every american should do you can start with your legislators you can start with your president if he's that and anybody else but if if you voted for them, they owe you. They work for you. You don't work for them. So bring them to task, just like Dr. Moeller's doing. And I am, Don, I am so fr- proud to be able to call you my friend and fellow veteran and just think what you're doing is just incredible. And... I've never seen a man with so much tenacity, and you wake up with it, you go to bed with it, and I just, <laughs> you know. Well, Dave, I think I probably need to go to some kind of tenacity management therapy. <laughs> uh, here, let me just briefly outline what I'm going to do this morning, and maybe in another show as well. I'm going to let you... All the listeners. Now, basically, we appeal to the wide audience of first responders, you know, the nurses, the EMTs, the firemen, and the policemen. You've got your government organizations that that are supposed to be working with you on the problems. And today we're talking about PTSD. Well, in the United States of America, our taxpayers want the best for our veterans. But our taxpayers assume that the Veterans Affairs is taking care of our veterans. And when the Veterans Affairs hears of a problem, they're going to jump on it and say, hey, thanks for letting us know. Well, today I'm going to let you know that's exactly what they're not doing. And I loved your comment, Dave. The VA works for the veterans. And, and not only that, the VA works for the veterans' families as well, because PTSD is obviously not transmissible disease, but do you have increased incidences of PTSD in families? And do the families have to live with the veterans that have PTSD? And the answer is yes. So the VA is sworn to take care of those who have borne the battle. And that's what they're not doing in the area of PTSD. And this extends from the secretary of the VA, Dennis McDonough, down through the VA undersecretary for health for dentistry, Dr. Arola. This extends down to the VA Director of Dental Research, Dr. Michelle uh, Hamilton, and it extends down to the Director of Research uh, and Development, Dr. Rachel Ramoni. And so I'm going to be very specific now. I'm going to start off with generalized 
topics. First of all, this is, it's hideous when my background and listeners don't know, I'm, I was a medic in Vietnam. I went to finish college, went to dental school, did a residency in oral and maxillofacial surgery, went to medical school and did an internship, went to graduate school and got a graduate degree in, in research. And I published papers in PTSD. And I would retire. Start, I left the Army as a Spec 5 and retired as, a, as an 05, a lieutenant colonel. So what is my background? And why were they not listening? Well, that's a huge problem. I have documents, which the reporter has, sent to the secretary of the VA, say, we need to talk about this issue of oral health and PTSD. Oral health and PTSD is not drill and fill. It is not you need a tooth cleaning. These are major problems. And where do we are we coming from? If you have PTSD, it's a pan-systemic disorder. That means it affects your heart, your cardiovascular system, your your upregulates your nervous system, it affects your immune system, your endocrine system, and the list goes down. Also, it affects your musculoskeletal system. Well, I can guarantee you that your jaws uh, and your chewing apparatus are part of the musculoskeletal system. Now, what's so egregious right off the top? If this is all you remember, I have used congressmen, senators, congressional aides, staffers, the Veterans Affairs, House Veteran Affairs Committee for Veterans Health, trying to get who to respond? The secretary of the VA over a year. I have documented proof. He refuses to address this issue. I have letters, which I forwarded to the journalist, to Dr. Patricia Arola, saying you've got a huge problem here on many scales. One, you've got 2 million veterans right now that are suffering from oral health problems. Number two, I wrote the director of VA research, Dr. Michelle Hamilton, with this letter. I said, you've got a huge problem, and this is who I am. I wrote the director of research and development, Rachel Ramoni. You've got a huge problem. I wrote the executive director, Wendy Tenhulla, Ph.D., and I also wrote the director of the National Center for PTSD. All these letters are now in the possession of this investigative reporter. And basically what the letters say is you have overlooked a huge population of veterans, and that includes those who have PTSD and are not compensated. The next thing you've done is you have unfairly weighted your disability and eligibility exams to ignore oral health, and they've done this on purpose. This is not an accident. Number three, the people that we're talking about cannot hide any longer. We have the documents. You have basically told me, as a maxillofacial surgeon, physician, and dentist, to get lost, and they have slammed their doors in my face. And this includes capability to help them. Why would the secretary of the VA and the director for dental dentistry and researchers not want to hear what I have to say? Why would they not want to read my articles? Why would they not want to be 
directed to the other three dozen papers in the world literature from numerous countries that say our veterans who've been in combat have significant oral health problems. It's not just me. They have ignored world-class research. Now, how do I know this? Any doctor, any scientist can go to PubMed.gov and, and, and corroborate what I'm saying. Find a single research paper that the VA has published in the area of oral health and PTSD or oral health and craniofacial pain or oral health and oral facial pain? The answer is zero. Don, would it be a fair statement to say, and you and I have talked about this, obviously, that the only time that the VA cares about anything that's above the shoulder height is when it's been hit by a bullet or some other accident uh, that has occurred while on active duty. But beyond that, the VA has basically... The VAU told you that the head and the teeth and oral health are detached from the rest of your body, and they didn't say they'd take care of them. That's exactly right. Dave, you hit the nail on the head. Now, first of all, what they do, and, and we're going to get into this may take more than just one, one radio show. you got to start out. First of all, you have to understand the bait and switch that they've done. They are call, They are telling our soldiers that dentistry is different from oral health and whole health. Dentistry is not different from oral health and whole health. Dentistry is separate. And the dentists, and this is a very important point, dentists practice under a restricted license, as do VA psychologists or any psychologist. VA dentists do not have the legal authority, according to their scope of practice, to determine the boundary where dentistry, drill and fill, stops and oral health begins. Now, where does oral health turn into whole health? That's an interesting question, but I guarantee you as a licensed physician and a licensed dentist, that dentists are not going to determine that boundary. And they have. The secretary of the VA has turned a blind eye to this problem. He has allowed dentists, and you can read in the VHA handbook, section 1130.01, section 6, where the dentists are the ones who are going to determine the limit and the boundaries of what a patient with PTSD is going to get with respect to dentistry. I am telling you right now, that it violates the scope of practice. Now, let me give you an example how you know this is true. I've actually had this happen. I've actually, when I did surgery in the hospital, I walked by in a, in a room, and there was a plastic surgeon doing a cleft palate inside the mouth. I got news for you. No one asked him to leave the operating room. No dentist went in there and said, hey, what are you doing inside the mouth? And there's a reason for that. A plastic surgeon is a medical doctor, and he has every right to work on any portion of the body that he wants to, period, end discussion. Ah, the next room I saw an ear, nose, and throat doctor 
draining an abscess and saving a patient's life and pulling a tooth out. And in another time, I saw an ENT guy fixing a fracture. Another occasion, I saw an ear and nose and throat doctor removing a cancerous lesion from the mouth. From the mouth, from the mouth. The dentists have no control over a physician who desires to work inside the mouth. In the VA, the dentists are issuing an edict about who is going to participate in the care of veterans. Now, I've worked side-by-side side with ENT because I'm a maxillofacial surgeon. I don't need a dentist telling me. Although it's a dental specialty, I have a medical license. I don't need a VA dentist even attempting to tell me that they think the oral cavity is their turf. It is not. Another thing we're going to discuss, there are two new specialties that just got approved, and I mean in the last couple of years, handful of years, and one just within a year. The American, uh, they're called, the ADA, uh, American Dental Association has said oral medicine. Oral medicine is now an approved specialty. They have also said that the American uh, oral facial pain specialty is recognized. Now, does the VA listen to those people? I don't think they do. What kind of residencies does the VA have? Gum disease, that's periodontics, prosthodontics, making crowns and bridges, general dentistry, which is not a recognized specialty. They do have a residency. And the last one uh, escapes me. It doesn't matter. But at any rate, they are not the experts in this field. Now, another thing before we dive in, let me tell you how you stop cold any further progress. You deny research in that area because the first thing a scientist wants to know is what research supports this. There are no dentists doing research except for one, and I'll mention that individual in a minute. There are no dentists doing research, fellow veterans, on our problem of PTSD and oral health, period. Where are they? I demand to know who's doing the research. The director of the VA, the secretary, and the undersecretary for dentistry look the other way. Where are the dental researchers doing research on oral health and whole health, on oral health and PTSD? There is not a single paper the VA has published on the topic of PTSD and oral health, period. Find that paper. There are no projects, research endeavors, or grants that are going to be issued in the near term. And this is this, this information has been submitted to that reporter. They don't even plan on doing research. So when you have 3,600 researchers in the VA and not a single one of them, except for the one that's not doing the research in it, Dr. Ramoni, a single one working on our problem, which affects 2 million veterans. The Israelis published recently in the last couple of years papers that have said oral health problems can affect up to 88% of combat veterans. Why is the VA running from this problem? Donna, so what does that sound like, Dave? Donna, I, I assume that it's because they really just don't have the budget to do it. Well, Dave, 
Thanks for giving the VA answer. Let me tell you, they've got $2 billion, $2 billion. And they have had $2 billion essentially at least for three decades, 30 years, not a single research. Now, and I've done it. If you want to look at current research endeavors for the VA, look them up. Most of them, remember, we have a problem with 2 million veterans with this problem. Most of that research doesn't involve 2 million veterans. They're purposely pushing this to the back burner so they do not have responsibility for the dental care of 2 million veterans. Now, the dentists, and I believe it's illegal and beyond the scope of their dental practice, as well as the psychologists who in the VA are, are, are standing on medical turf, and we'll talk about that later. What gives the right of a dentist, and most of these people have never served on active duty and never been in a contact, combat zone. So you've got these VA dentists telling telling veterans that they don't think that oral health is affected by PTSD. Well, I can guarantee you they haven't done one research project on it, period. Produce that. I want to see that, you know, like when Reagan told Gorbachev, take, tear down this wall. I want you to tear down this wall. And you know that movie, A Few Good Men? The secretary of the VA and the undersecretary and the direct research have ordered, ordered a code red against any research that will connect PTSD and dental and oral health. I mean, that's how bad it is. And I'm saying this in public. I want to see the evidence. I can show you evidence Dozens of letters, which the reporter now has, where I have begged you, begged to meet with you and show you the extent of this problem. They refuse to meet with me. The congressman, my local congressman, both Democrat and Republic, cannot get an audience with the secretary. They cannot get an audience with the undersecretary for dentistry. Well, I must, Why are these I must people, say uh, huh? up here, I must say up here, we've got... Two senators that are worthless as an empty roll of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and let me tell you, somehow there's some back room gerrymandering of votes going on. Let me tell you what unfortunately happens: the VA has their dog and pony show, and they have convinced Congress. And the American Legion and the VFW and the Iraqi vets and disabled veterans that you need the only way you can uh, get us to, to do something is to, to pr propose legislation. Well, I propose a federal lawsuit to mandate that the VA fall in line with state laws governing limited uh, pra practice scope of practice. And here's what I mean by that. I want the name of the physician that's that's doing research on oral health and whole health. Now, here's the best part, and Dave, I may give this to you, this screenshot to put on your website. If you go to the VA uh, uh, website and look under veteran-centric dentistry, veteran-centric care, you will see a screenshot 
that states our job is to honor the veteran by providing oral health care as part of whole health care. There they said it. Now, the VA is mandated to take care of a veteran's whole health, wholly or any part of it. Well, let me tell you and assure you there's plenty of literature that the VA is ignoring, scientific literature that states that oral health is connected to whole health. And who is preventing the physicians from doing research in whole health and oral health combined? It's our own secretary of the VA, Dennis McDonough. And I also want to put a plug in for Secretary McDonough. I want to congratulate him on getting to the top of the world's largest medical organization and research organization with not having a medical degree or any healthcare degree, with having no research experience, and never having obtained certification in hospital administration. Gee, he could be I, president, I think, couldn't he? Well, uh, you know, you never know. You never know. Uh, I want to say that again. The secretary of the VA has managed to con his way to the top with no medical education. He doesn't even... He wouldn't even be able to be certified as a medical aide in the VA. He couldn't even apply for a job in the VA, maybe to wheel patients around in a wheelchair. That's the guy who's running it. That's the guy who knows more than I do. This guy is a non-veteran, never served in combat, and is telling me it's okay to slam a door in, in my face trying to help 2 million veterans. If you don't believe it, come on the show, uh, Dennis. And, and, and stretch your stuff, because I'm waiting for you. He's hiding. The undersecretary of dentistry refuses to enter in this discussion. Why? Why would these people refuse to talk with a veteran with my qualifications and publications about the problem affecting 2 million needy and entitled veterans waiting, suffering with nightly jaw pain, tooth pain, destroyed teeth, grinding their teeth, and, and have the gall to look you in the face and say, that's not anything we're going to treat. That's coming from a guy who never probably did nothing more than a biology class in his college. And he is now telling people that have done world-class research uh, that they're wrong. The undersecretary, Dr. Arola, go on PubMed and see what article she's published. I think there are four of them. They have to do with how happy residents were in training programs, but I guarantee you they are not in the area of oral health. Let's uh, go to the biggest oxymoron. Dave, did you want to make a comment? Well, we're going to have to take a break, so okay. we're going to take Let's that break. That. And before I go to break, I want to remind everybody or tell everybody that you're also going to be on – Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm with Lieutenant Colonel Philip Forsberg on June the 5th. And um, we're going to keep breaking news on what you're doing every which way we can go. So we'll be back right after this. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. 
That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks, and we're back with a veteran's place with Dr. Don Moeller. And Don, as always, and you and I talk fairly frequently and I'm always interested in what you've got to say, and I'm always interested in helping the veterans. And I learn something every time we talk. And this is just just one more travesty of how veterans are being treated. And a lot of veterans don't even know. Let me ask, uh, would this extend to their family as well? Yes. Yeah, they're... There, the VA is charged in certain cases with the help of family and, uh, and, and their children. If you have a disabled vet, as a matter of fact, one of the recent legislative feats is they're trying to get through, you know, Obama's act that you can, you can get on, stay on your parents' insurance till you're 25 or 26, whatever that is. Well, that doesn't apply to veterans' children on disability. Why is that? You know what I mean? So, yes, they're they're trying to get that uh, approved. And, you know, Dave, let me tell you, the burden of proof in, in any case, and, and most veterans do not know this. You know, let's talk about O.J. Simpson, and, and just because everybody knows that. To prove someone... Uh, guilty of a criminal event requires uh, a much higher burden of proof. I think it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. It's beyond, like, any doubt, basically. I'm just paraphrasing this. For a civil case, you have to meet a, a standard of, does this meet, you know, more likely than not to have occurred? It's not, that's not how you send someone to jail for life for murder. More likely than not, he killed us. Well, I want to tell you that the key for veterans is above that, actually below that level. I don't want to create confusion. If you go and you have a disability and you're getting it evaluated, the veteran's rule is if it's more likely than not to be associated, the veteran gets the benefit of the doubt. Now, what does that mean? If it's 50-50, 
they give you the benefit of the doubt. And I want to repeat that to the veterans. If you are going to have a disability evaluated, the rule is if, let's take, oh, PTSD, oral health in combat, for example, if it's more likely than not that this caused the problem, then you were to be given the benefit of the doubt. Well, I'd like to refer you to a paper recently published by a guy by the name of uh, Taggart and Green. You just need to go to PubMed and look it up. It's put PTSD and combat and, and veterans. You'll get a couple papers. Easy. Well, how is 88% of the, of the veterans being hit with uh, a, a high probability, that kind of probability of being associated with PTSD, how does that not meet the 50-50 standard? You see what they've done? They have changed the belief system of the veterans, saying, well, you're entitled to whole health, but not dentistry. We never That was never in the contract. Well, they made a big boo-boo. Go to the VA website, and you'll read. They are making a contribution to your oral health, which contributes to your total health. Well, if that's true, that's on the VA website. You're telling me that you've got doctors, physicians, doing research on how oral health affects whole health. I want uh, these people I've named, give me a name. One out of 3,600 researchers, I need to have a name. Oh, and here's another nice thing that they do. Remember, they're... In order to do research, and I also have attempted to do research in the VA system and gotten kicked to the curb, but if you don't have a mentor in the VA system, you can't do a fellowship. Let me say that again. If you don't have somebody in the VA system to mentor you for your research, such as, oh, PTSD and oral health, they will not even accept your application. And I've got paperwork that says that. How about that? I'm talking in a low voice like President Biden. Okay, <laughs> that happens to be a fact. Let me show you just step back from this whole issue. Why why would I put my reputation at risk in this battle if it wasn't so egregious? Why would I do that? Who is going to take care of this problem if, if Dave, if your radio station, you and I, and the who's going to take care of this? If we don't, for 30 years, actually since Vietnam, they knew this problem was existing in Vietnam. Don, for let me... 50 years. Let me interrupt you a second. And yeah. This is so egregious, and I'm, I'm sitting here holding back, yelling and screaming and... Veterans that are listening, they've got to pay attention and be sure to listen again on June the 5th to Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm. But I know, I know that you've got this fact in the back of your head, Don, and can give it to us. I'm just thinking, how many suicides are occurring daily by vets and the number that of suicides which are caused by PTSD. I just can't take it any longer. 
I just can't go yeah. on. I can't sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, in my opinion, these people that are holding you up and holding the research up, they are as guilty of murder as anybody else. It may not be their finger pulling the trigger, but when they have gotten in your way, gotten in the way of any research on PTSD and oral health, then they might as well be pulling the trigger. Dave, you got to understand, oral health, and, and I love it, the way, the way you said, unless you've been shot in the head, the VA tries to not give you care. Oral health is painful. Oral health has to do with pain in your jaw joints, pain in your muscles that allow you to chew, pain in your teeth from grinding your teeth at night, pain in your infected gums, headaches, now, there are headaches associated with grinding your teeth. I've published five papers on this. I wonder why the VA doesn't want to listen. Now, here is the critical thing, and you, you just went to the heart of the issue. Why would the VA kick me in the head for trying to help them? Why would they not talk to me? You know, this is very similar that you brought up Mr. Penny, Sergeant Penny, who, who was on that subway line is, you know, an attorney this morning, his attorney said those people were trapped on a car underground traveling at a high rate of speed with the doors locked and no phone reception. Who was going to come and help them? That's the exact same issue I'm facing with the VA. Who is going to help our vets if America's web radio and I can't do it? Why Why would the VA secretary not want to ask for help when you point it out? What's wrong with these people? Why are they even why are they in the position if they really don't like veterans? I could make the case that these five people I've talked about have a greater probability of disliking veterans than they do of helping them. Why would you why would uh a child crying for help in the street, and you say, I'm going to finish my beer. That's that's un-American. Well, I'll tell you what. It amazes me that they refuse that Madonna and Ramoni and Hamilton. Yeah, let's. I, I need to stop. And, and Dr. Michelle Hamilton is the official title is VA Director of Dental Research. No published papers. No published papers. She was the individual that said, we don't have any dental researchers in the VA. We are all operational. So you've got a director of dental research that doesn't intend on doing research. I mean, this this is right out of Catch-22. So why, I ask, would the VA not want my help? Do they know more than I do? I'd love to meet the people of the, the VA who've published papers. There's not one of them. Down Who are is, these people? Where, where is this information available? As far Which as Which information? Well, what you're talking about. Do you, do you have a website with it on it? And No, how? I don't. Uh, and you know, Dave, I'm glad you brought that up. If you yell, if, I mean, I, this is very sad to say. If you're in a theater, and you know, this is what, 
free speech. They, talk. you know, your rights are not to yell fire in a in a crowded theater if there's no fire. That's not freedom of speech. Well, here, in a, let's say we're in a VA theater and we're watching a movie about veterans suffering and committing suicide. And I stand up and say, it has to do with oral health. It has to do with, and, and they say, be quiet. Be quiet. We're watching the movie. That's what they're doing. They, they know they cannot provide the care that they're mandated to provide. They know what's going on. Okay, Don't well, kid yourself. Hold on a second, Don. Um, I want everybody that's either listening to us live or will be listening to us on the podcast, and this will be downloaded today and on our website. This show is incredible. So I want to stop for one moment, get a pen and paper, and write down what Don says about how you can get a hold of these people and start jerking some strings, or better than that, some steel cable to your senator and to your representative and tell them you ain't getting my vote again unless you act on this. And I'm going to be active in my neighborhood and with America's Web Radio to see that you're not reelected. Start jerking right. some heads. Yeah, you, let me tell you, I, I went to a local American Legion and, uh, I met an individual, and the individual said, oh, yes, I know about PTSD and oral health, and this individual had just a totally mutilated dentition. This individual was a clean individual. This individual was not on drugs. <clears throat> this individual was not homeless. This individual was grinding their teeth to such an extent that this individual had destroyed her uh-oh, I said her. This individual destroyed its teeth, whatever. We're, we're going to be gender neutral. I want to be woke on your program, Dave. But let me just tell you, don't lay this at the feet of the veteran. This problem is directly connected to getting your the S-H-I-T scared out of you during battle and stuff that human beings aren't supposed to see. That you're grinding your teeth in your nightmares and your headaches are directly connected to your PTSD, regardless of the, why Secretary McDonough sticks his head in the dark hole and the Secretary of Dentistry sticks her head in the dark hole and the secret, I mean, the, the research director for VA, for the VA dental research doesn't do research. I just can't imagine a, a reason why they did not fly me up there and buy me a freaking birthday cake and so glad that I demonstrated to this. I have had two years of documented rejections of my attempts to help veterans. Why are these people, why are these leaders even in the VA? They're, it's like a game with them. How can we keep Dr. Moeller from trying to help 2 million veterans? I would have more respect for them if they came down here and watched the thousand veterans who I've treated in my office. No, not a single VA leader has come down here to watch. I've had a Harvard scientist came down. 
He flew down here at his own expense and then co-authored two research papers. Now, if a Harvard scientist, a senior Harvard scientist, can do that, it's pretty amazing that the dentist head of the VA dental unit and the secretary of the VA who has no research or technical education doesn't want to hear what I have to say. I'm talking about dealing with people that need to step down. Why are they motivated to ignore my desire to help them? Why? Why are we even having this discussion? I am not some veteran, one guy who, who uh, missed his appointment, and I'm whining and crying about the fact it was my... No, I'm trying to help 2 million veterans. I've paid for the research myself. I've got senior helpers, uh, research scientists that agree with me, okay, and why am I getting any pushback from our secretary of the VA? That's out. This is so outrageous that he is not jumping in on this problem. Two million veterans, and he doesn't care. Two million veterans, and the, the secretary for dentistry doesn't care. I mean, that's these are facts. Now, if they want to refute them, they've got web radio's address. I'll talk to them right online. Give me your silly reasons. Not enough money? I doubt it. Two billion. Now remember, this has been going on for three decades. These into why is it that other armies in the world have worked this puzzle and the U.S. veteran population hasn't? This is outrageous, Dave. It is no no question about it. And uh, how do you? You know, I was just thinking of the like I mentioned a minute ago, the number of veterans that have committed suicide how do you go to their families and say look this uh, a very good chance this could have been prevented had your spouse or whoever it happens to be gotten the oral care that they needed for their ptsd and i i think i don't it's my opinion and i've i've formed my opinion from our many conversations but You know, PTSD can cause a reaction different in your case, in my case, in his case, her case, their case, and you don't know how it's going to come out. And uh, I had my best friend was in Nam, and he came back with PTSD and then ultimately died from our, our illustrious government spraying Agent Orange, but when J. Roy came back, we were finishing school together, and, uh, you know, he said, don't ever wake me up, and he, he said, you know, I can't guarantee, you know, I have nightmares caused by, as we know now, PTSD, and one, <laughs> one morning about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, uh, he woke me up very loud and clearly as he put his fist through my, through a wall in my house. And, uh, you just don't know. And, and the, re- the ultimate and terrible reaction of PTSD, which would ultimately be suicide, can, I can't, I'm not gonna sit here and say that every case could be prevented. But if you're trying, that's better than what the VA is doing today. 
Well, let me give you a specific example. They have this thing called the National Center for PTSD, the VA. It's online. And it's run by a psychologist, Dr. Paula Schnur. Okay. I've been communicating with Dr. Schnur for two years. I finally said, here are 36 papers that show that PTSD is connected to oral health, meaning jaw pain, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Nothing. I said, why didn't you put my papers up for veterans to read as resource? You want the answer? She didn't think there was enough evidence. Now, here's a psychologist whose practice is limited to talking to people in a dimly lit room. I don't know. Maybe they turn the lights on. Who knows? Telling a board-certified maxillofacial surgeon who's a physician and dentist about oral health and PTSD. Well, you know what I did? I filed an inspector general complaint against that individual. I've, by the way, uh, Dr. Schnur, that document is in the hands of the investigative reporter. You can explain to him how you don't think telling a physician, board-certified maxillofacial surgeon, when he tells you that uh, oral health is affected by PTSD, that you know more than I do. This will be wonderful to hear your defense. This is how bad these people are. They're malignant. And I use those words. You now have to prove that you're not malignant. And, and, and you know, one thing that really it, it just gets you and gets all of it, why are you not motivated to listen to a veteran who represents two million people? I might be a Looney Tunes. And they say, well, look, Dr. Moore, here's a copy of the conference we had. This is fiction, by the way. We had with you, and we showed, here's 400 researchers working on PTSD. Oh, here's 600 papers we published. Dr. Moeller, you just need to go where Joe Biden is, to the happy land. Okay? You, you are demented. No, where, where is this meeting that we had? Where are these articles that you publish? Where are these researchers you could have in- introduced me to? The fact is, this is one giant cover-up, code red, by the VA to prevent veterans from getting their entitled care. And if you want to see how pissed off, Dave, that you and I are, you really need to look at A Few Good Men, the final episode on YouTube in the courtroom where Lieutenant Chaffee is keel-hauling Colonel Jessup, because that is us. And you can imagine Colonel Jessup representing the VA having covered this up and getting indignant. Well, take a look at that. That's where the veterans are right now. We are entitled to this care. We are entitled to know. We are entitled to the truth. And they're hiding the truth. They refuse to discuss it. And in my mind, that's a direct admission of guilt. And I've got, again, at least 20 documents. I've got 100 that I downloaded to this investigated journalist. And what's he going to do with them? Did, did he make you any, uh, uh, or did he suggest what he was going to do with them? Yeah, you don't want to hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, don't I, wanna, I, I do, I, but it'll I, be all fair. 
I, with his military background, when he told me what he's going to do, I'm taking him at his word. Okay, he's pissed. He's pissed. So that's a medical term. He's urinated. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I think uh, you had it. I think you uh, had the correct term to begin with, and this is something that. Okay, and I and I hate to use Dan Penny as an example, but when veterans get together and they know the truth and they get behind somebody and behind a wrong like Penny, they will re- respond and they're going to find out about what Don Moeller has been saying now for years and will finally get the respect and the admiration for what he's doing. Listen, this is serious. And it's going to be serious. You know, PTSD goes back from the first bullet fired from behind a tree or from in front of a tree. And it's going to continue. And the other thing that PTSD, and I can assure you of this, is not confined to the military. It can affect someone that's an EMT. It can affect a nurse, a doctor. It can affect anybody. And it's a serious, serious disease. And it needs to be addressed as a serious, serious problem. And the best place to start addressing it is the VA. And uh, Right. And, and you know what? The captain of the ship... You don't have to know any more than the captain of the ship. Who is the single individual responsible for this debacle? Who is the captain of the ship? That's the secretary of the VA who's been hiding. Now, any scientist has to admit, I might be wrong. Well, I'm waiting for someone to give me a lecture on how I am wrong. I'm waiting for someone to tell me that this problem doesn't exist. I'm waiting for someone in the VA, the guy who's responsible, guy, gal, person, it, who is responsible for ignoring the world literature. I want to know why you are not even listening to me, why you have locked me out. This has been done in public. All my requests were sent through congressmen, okay, and senators and congressional aides and chief of staff for the congressmen. No response. You're not going to hide, Mr. McDonough, and I, not Dr. McDonough, Mr. McDonough, you're not going to hide. We've got the evidence that you refuse to talk about this. That is the crime right there. You don't belong in your position. If that's your attitude, no, that is your attitude towards towards veterans. You ordered a code red on veterans, and you refused to discuss it. And I'm accusing you of that and your cohort, Dr. Patricia Arola, as forming a gang to prevent our entitled veterans from getting care they deserve. You know, def- if you put this in a uh, hospital setting or gave it to a... <laughs> A quack uh, attorney, that gentleman would be accused of malpractice if he were a doctor. Yeah, yeah, I, you know what? There is a point, and, and this is why we may probably discuss this 
We, the reason we're going to beat this to death is this is, there's one guy standing between two million veterans and getting rid of their pain they have at night, grinding their teeth, their muscular pain, their dental muscle induced headaches, their lack of sleep. Do you know that up to 70 to 80% of of veterans with PTSD, combat PTSD, get nightmares? Why are these men? And let me, and here's the, one of the thing they will spend, the VA will spend thousands on a CT scan, CAT scan, MRI, functional MRI, and lab tests. I can tell you something right now. The research I published is free. I did it on purpose so nobody could patent it. You could make these, some guy comes in saying, I've got nightmares. And they say, hey, we're going to take $100. And we're going to make one of these things, but we're not making it to treat anything. It's just going to be a diagnostic test. And if it works, you just keep it. How about that? How would you like to go in for a chest X-ray with pneumonia? I'm making this up, making this up. They take a chest X-ray and it cures your pneumonia with a radiation. Well, that's insane. Well, this isn't insane. I can guarantee you that if you take a 1,000 veterans with PTSD-associated nightmares that have tender muscles of mastication, you have a better than 50-50. Have we heard that number before? You have a better than 50-50% chance of reducing the intensity, duration, and other frequency of your nightmares with this device. Don, How about that? Don, we're out of time. and uh, All right. We're going to have to continue this and remind everybody again, June the 5th, uh, Don's going to be on with Lieutenant Colonel Retired Philip Farsberg on remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm. We've had some um, people check in with us, uh, military friends, veterans, and uh, we're going to continue this fight until it freezes over. And uh, Don, thank you for today. And this will hey, be thank you again, Dave, for having me on. And uh, then it will be archived and. Anybody can download it anytime they want. So with that being said, we've got to get out of here. And, uh, Don, thank you so much for what you're doing. And uh, God bless you. And the veterans should be blessing you as well. Take care. Thanks, Dave. Bye. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.